Welcome to the Limitless Career Podcast, the show where you hear the how, why, and what it takes to build an ambitious and fulfilling career that stands out. Around here, we believe that ambition isn't a dirty word, and each episode will show you exactly what I mean. I'm your host, Jazz Broughton, certified career coach on a mission to empower you to embrace ambition, create your own rules, and create a career and life you never thought possible. I do this work and more with a dose of reality, curiosity, challenge and intention to enable you to show up and go get the growth your ambitious career deserves. Welcome to this week's episode of the Limitless Career Podcast, where yet again, I have another amazing guest coming to share their journey, their wisdom, their ambition, their dreams, passions, and desires with us all today. Um, And that lovely person is Rosa Sarmento. Hi, Rosa. Hi, thank you for having me. Such a pleasure to be here today. Ah, you're so very welcome. I'm excited to jump into this conversation. But before I do that, can you just give our listeners an introduction to you? Of course. So my name is Rosa. I'm from Brazil, born and raised. But right now I'm all over the place. (laughs) I'm currently in Costa Rica, but I have plans on living in Mexico for the next year. I'm here to actually get my visa stuff. So fingers crossed. (laughs) I'm also a podcast manager for women entrepreneurs who have their own online business and they're very mission driven. So their podcasts are all about their mission. And I, I'm just very passionate to be about, to be a part of that mission and help them launch, start, manage, promote, and monetize their podcasts. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that overview. And that's a lot of like how we met. I have not worked with Rosa, but I connect with anybody who lives La Vida podcast. Um, (laughs) So that's really, really great. Um, And it's podcasts are really interesting because even in my own journey, this is actually the second podcast that I've had. The first one was around sort of sharing folks, life journeys, lessons learned and wisdom. It was very like I was, I probably describe it as like I was in the background of it and I was just on a mission to just spread stories from all over the world of like just amazing things because I think so often we get caught up in like you know we switch on our tv or social media and we think I could never do that I've never done anything like that and then you probably talk to somebody who knows you and they're just like dude you've done some pretty amazing stuff like you've got some stories to tell you know your life could kind of be a movie like it's all good (laughs) So that was my first podcast called The Palm Podcast. Um, And then this being my second podcast, really just just really looking at careers, right? Ambitious careers. What fuels them? Where do they start? What's the journey? What are the lessons learned there? So still quite similar. I'm still very, very obsessed with people's stories and journeys. But obviously with a sprinkling of solo episodes where I'm really supporting folks to carve out their own limitless careers, their own ambitious careers. So podcasting is is one of my love languages. Basically, that's the moral of the story. How did you get into podcast world, for want of a better word, and then like stepping into like being a podcast manager? Okay, so it all started when I first left Brazil. I was in a foreign country and starting from scratch, basically. 
So the opportunity that presented itself was teaching English online. Uh, so I was doing that. I was teaching English to Brazilians back in Brazil <laughs> while I was in Chile at the time. Then I moved. I, was, I went to Vietnam. And then it all started again. The opportunity was to teach English <laughs> because mm -hmm. that's usually what you do as a foreigner, an expat, unless you have like a very technical skill. But even then, like if you're in a country and you don't speak the language, it's going to be really hard to find, you know, that kind of job. So I was teaching English and I was just really bored because like I'm a creative. I like to create things and I like to uh, I like things that challenge me, like different tasks, different clients, you know, and just teaching English was a lot of the same it was a lot of repetition because that's how mm -hmm. it works. So I was going crazy, basically, <laughs> and I just stumbled upon this like blog post. I was actually looking for a place to have breakfast in Da Nang, Vietnam. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I found this blog post with the 10 best places. <laughs> and at the very end, this girl, she was a virtual assistant. And at the very end, she had a call to action to another article of hers talking about how she started her journey as a virtual assistant, how she works online and travels the world. And it all sounded very interesting. So I read that. And she had taken a course and at the time I I was a little skeptical about that mm. but after a few months I decided to join it because it had all the things like it sounded very interesting it was they had a few modules and it was like blog posting video editing what else podcast management <laughs> and then when I read podcast management I was like so intrigued I was like podcast management what is that so when I joined the course, that was the first module that I like took a peek at <laughs> and it sounded very cool, very exciting, very dynamic, like all the things that I like. So mm -hmm. that's how I got started with podcast management. Yeah. Wow. So boredom led you to where you are. <laughs> I, I, when you said that, like I couldn't help but smile and laugh because there's been so many career pivots of mine personally, but also the clients that I work with that start off with actually realizing that you are bored. Um, and that kind of being a big signal to kind of say, okay, maybe I need to explore some other things because I like to be stimulated, engaged and challenged in that sense. So that's really cool. And you mentioned you were in Vietnam. So I can't, I can't move forward without going like, where, <laughs> you know, where have you been traveling to recently? What are some of your favorite places? <laughs> wow. That's a hard question. <laughs> I've been to a few places. I think I'm a country 16 now. Wow. But living in, I only lived in Brazil, Chile, mm -hmm. Vietnam, and Mexico. Yeah. So those are the four ones. And Vietnam is like, I think, one of my favorites. It was an amazing time. And it's such a beautiful country. So, so mm. beautiful. The food is amazing. I know people don't really think about food when they think Vietnam. But I promise you... It's amazing. And the best coffee I've ever had in my entire life. And I'm from Brazil. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's a huge compliment. I have to ask it because recently um, I spent three weeks in Ghana and I was like, this digital nomad stuff 
I think I, I need to like explore it a little bit. Like I work, my day job is in tech um, as well as naturally here, here I am, I'm a career coach. So all of which can be done with an internet connection. And But I'd never really thought of it myself. You know, I love going on holidays and things like that. But now I'm at this space where I'm like, you know what, the way that I've designed my career and the way that many organisations have supported folks' careers or just entrepreneurialism, like the nature of that, means that I'm at this space where I'd love to consider more spending three months somewhere and six months somewhere. I don't think I'd move somewhere just because I've recently become an auntie and that's a very strong role for me. I need to be there for the baby years. (laughs) But um, I think it's so exciting to see more and more people do that. Did you always kind of know that you wanted a career that just allowed you to be flexible in where you lived and things like that? No, Mm -hmm. I, I... I've always had this thing for traveling and I knew I wanted to see more of the world while I'm here, but I never really connected the dots until I left the country. Mm. But cause just a little glimpse on my background, I, I graduated in fashion design back in Brazil and I worked with fashion for like six years. I think mm. I was first an assistant buyer. Then I became a fashion buyer and it was all very stressful. The fashion industry, I probably don't have to tell you, very stressful <laughs> the industry. Uh, so a lot of work, work, work. And uh, all the time, there's no really, there's no rest because as soon as you finish one collection, the next one is already late. Mm-hmm. So you already have to. It was very stressful. I was not happy. And that, that's when I first decided to travel. And it was like something that I I always postponed it because first I need to graduate. Now I have to get a job. Now I need to focus on my career. And I was never really doing what I wanted to. I was just doing what I should do and I was supposed to do. Mm. So I decided, okay, it's time to take a break to actually figure out what I want to do with my life because I don't really like what this is going. (laughs) (laughs) So I just took like four months and I backpacked around South America. Mm. It was amazing. I went back and tried to fit back into my regular life. And it just didn't work. I knew that, yeah, I I was supposed to be doing something else. I was supposed to be seeing more of the world, exploring freedom and adventure are really strong values for me. So I needed more of that in my life. I had practically none of that (laughs) back Mm. then. Wow, I love that. And you mentioned freedom kind of being one of your values. How did you find your values in your career? It was actually when I started working with these women, because I work with women that are very passionate about their mission and their purpose in business and in life as well. So they talk a lot about values. And Mm -hmm. I've never stopped to think about that before I've started listening to her episodes, their episodes, and editing the episodes. And like, uh, well, while I was editing, I was like, what are my values? <laughs> and I was like <laughs> thinking about it. Uh, so yeah, I learned a lot from them, like from editing the episodes and everything. That's why I love working with them so much because I know that the work they do are really changing people's lives and perspectives and opinions. And that's huge. That's how you slowly change the world. 
Yeah, that's so amazing. And it's so great to hear it from that perspective because um, I have somebody who supports me in editing this podcast and every so often he'll go, great episode. I found it so interesting. And I always kind of take for granted that, yes, you actually do need to listen to everything that is being said on the episode um, Mm -hmm. in order to actually edit it in in the, the, the best way possible. So it's really interesting to see that almost that was a passive benefit of you doing the work that you do and working with the people that you work with. Um, and, and asking yourself those questions. Um, and I think one thing that struck me, even, you know, when we first connected um, and I invited you to come on the show to just let's have this conversation and share a little bit about your journey is one of the things you shared is your Enneagram. And um, for oh, yeah. those that are like listening, Enneagram is like another, it's almost like another personality profile kind of tool. Um, which I find interesting. I love all of them. I think I'm an Enneagram three. I think I haven't looked at it in a while. I think, but yeah. (laughs) Like, do you find that you are naturally quite self-aware? You're naturally quite inquisitive about how you work as an individual. Yes, definitely. More and more with the ears, I'd say, Mm. but I feel like that's natural. As you get more mature, you start thinking more and, just questioning more. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I definitely see that in myself. Yeah, that's that's really great. That's something that I kind of connect to. I think there's so many areas of life that we have yet to explore. And I think also for me, like when it comes to tools like Enneagram, Finder, you know, so many of those is... I think there's almost a misconception that they're there to diagnose you as something or put you in a box, but I always just find them really interesting. And I think by seeing myself in this, in the same way, like you could maybe ask a friend, what do you think my strengths are? What do you think I bring to the table? Like when one of the questions I encourage my clients to ask friends is, you know, ask the people that are nearest to you, what lights you up? Because you might have an idea, but they might have observed something that you've completely overlooked. So when I do any of those sort of exercises, it's always it's always like that. It's like that friend going, hey, you have a tendency to do this. Have you thought that this might be one of your values or one of your passions or just the way that you are wired? Um, human design is another area where I'm... Um, really really excited about that and I refer to like my human design sort of I've got a report that I got done um every once in a while especially around making big decisions in my career or in my business or just understanding getting a new perspective on any sort of feelings of like discomfort or getting stuck in the treacle of like figuring out am I trying to live life in a way that isn't that goes against my nature right in in a very straightforward sense like am I trying to shapeshift myself into being someone else rather than doubling down on my uniqueness doubling down on my my sort of perspective and my way of being because I think the more time we spend trying to be something different the more exhausting it can feel the more alienating it can feel and the less time that we're having fun to be frank like uh, it's, it's a it's an energy sap being someone else please be yourselves oh yes oh yes yeah for sure so in terms of the work that you do what keeps you doing it right because I think especially hearing your journey and around kind of finding that VA and getting that 
that insight and then kind of following those breadcrumbs, it's one of those careers. And I get this too, because I'm a coach where people are like, did you just like Google things that you can do remotely or flexibly? And then you just do it, (laughs) you know, and I'm just like, no, this is a whole passion. This is a whole skill. This is, this is like, I want to be doing this in five years. Um, like what, what is that for you? What keeps you doing the work that you do? Yeah, it's a whole journey, isn't it? It's not like one day you get up and it's like, figure it out. I'm mm-hmm. going to be a podcast manager. <laughs> no, it doesn't happen like that. Or a career coach. So it's a whole journey. So, and I've, I started it, I think, almost two years ago. And still figuring a lot of things out. But ultimately, it comes to just having fun, like you said. It's actually mm-hmm. fun. Like it's work, obviously, and I have responsibilities and I have deadlines, but I'm not like, I don't get up and I'm like, oh, I have Mm. to do this. No, I get up and I'm excited. I'm like, oh, there's a new episode of that client I'm excited to listen to. (laughs) It's actually fun to do. Um, The relationship I have with my clients are really great. I love every single one of them. They are amazing women. They are literally rock stars. They're doing great work. They're really honest and they care. You know, Mm. they really care about their listeners and about the women that work, they work with. I talk about helping women that help women that help women. It's a whole (laughs) (laughs) cyclical thing. Yeah. Uh, And that's what keeps, yeah, that's what keeps me going. I feel like I'm a part of this bigger mission and it's, it's worth it. It's worth every single minute of it. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much. And like sharing that, you know, helping women that help women that help women. It's that, I don't know, it's like living life generously and understanding and owning the impact that you have and the impact that others have and recognizing that even though we may be just like one person on this planet out of billions, we still have such a wide reach, a, a wide sphere of influence. You know, even when I think about um my love relationship with podcasts and I just think this person decided to get up and record their story today and put it out into the world and it's impacted me and many times it then becomes something that I pass on to a client or share with a friend and it's like that's just the power of one voice being you know shared alongside so imagine how much more so um when we start to continue to put ourselves out there, we continue to share, we continue to connect and, and really um, spread the wisdom, I guess. Spread the wisdom as well as the fun. It's not always education. And when I really believe like when you show up and we take up space and you share your story and your experience, you show what's possible to someone mm. else. Uh, like for example, someone might listen to this and they didn't know that being a podcast manager was even on the table. And now mm. they do. And maybe they found something that they'll, they'll be happy to do it. They'll fulfill them. So I think we need to share more of our stories, especially as women, because, you know, the opportunities we have now are very different from the opportunities we had 10 years ago, 20 years ago. So the more we share, the more we make possible for other women to explore more and find mm. themselves and, you know, have fun <laughs> with, <laughs> during their lives. Yeah, definitely. 
definitely and we're recording this at the top of the year so i i would be remiss if i didn't ask this but you know you mentioned you're sorting out visa at the moment what's what's on your your vision board your list your goal your plan your dreams for this year oh that's an interesting question i'm not sure you're gonna like the answer (laughs) (laughs) i'm ready i am not i am not a vision board kind of person i've tried tried cool i'm not i'm not i don't deal well with like goals and lists yeah i have like a few things that i think it would be nice to have or it'd be cool to do (laughs) but i don't know i don't really live my life like in a plan yeah i I think it's because i used to so much everything was planned when Mm. i traveled i had like a whole doc with like 20 pages of where i wanted to go where i wanted to eat what what they served there (laughs) And everything was divided by chapters. Everything was so planned out that right now I'm like, I'm going with the flow. <laughs> I love that though. I'm going where this where life, life takes me. Like I, I feel like you happen. already told me this. You said you value freedom, and that just sounds like the freest thing ever. Like ever to just kind of go with it. So thank you for your honesty, and I like your answer. I like it. Um, I think even as somebody who is a planner. That's just my default. I've just always been that way. I also think it's a little bit of a coping mechanism. The vision boards are kind of folded in, I'd probably say like three years ago. And they were more like fun, aspirational images as opposed to I have to have this thing or this particular house or this holiday or whatever it is. But I think giving ourselves that grace and space to just be open to what comes, it like has an element of almost like an open palm. That's what I imagine. Right. When we have a plan, we're holding tight onto the plan. So to a certain extent, our hand kind of turns into a little bit of a fist to hold onto that. Right. Because that's my thing. And this is what I'm going for. And it's, you know, it's my precious. But like if (laughs) if you're letting go of that, it's like, well, you can still kind of have a plan. Like, you know, think of it as like a little marble in the middle of your hand. But your hand's open. Other things can come in. Other things can come into life. Opportunities can come up and you'll be open to it as opposed to like holding onto what you have set out for on the list so so strongly and I can I can totally relate to having moments like that in life and it feeling so weird to me because again like I said my default is like to plan and to know what's going on but it is in those loosely held moments that I've been able to make pivots and shifts in my career in my business that have felt like the best things in the world they have felt like Um, the type of things where you know I wouldn't be the same if I didn't make that decision I wouldn't be the same if I didn't have that conversation or if I didn't stay an extra two days or if I didn't just keep still for that season of my life like all of that is so 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 important so I love the honesty (laughs) no thank you of course that's what works for me not saying I'm not throwing any shade in when the people that actually do you know their vision boards and their goals for the year i think that's great and i think it really works at some level it really pushes you forward and gives you you know something to work towards but i just found out that it didn't work for me so Mm. i stopped doing them actually it brought a lot of pressure on me and frustration because like i had to like the goal became i had to i have Mm. to do this 
And then if it didn't happen, there was a lot of frustration involved and it was not healthy. And I'm like, let's not do this again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that makes me curious. Like what else doesn't work for you? Or what else Mm. did you learn doesn't work for you? Uh, That's an interesting question. I never stopped to think about it. So I definitely think goals, especially big goals, Mm. I get overwhelmed with big goals. So I usually have small little goals every week or every month or something like that because it's easier for me to wrap my mind around it and actually get it done. Mm. So that's one thing. And something I'm still working on uh, is to trust myself more and stop seeking for validation from the outside. Yeah. Uh, I think it's because I started like a whole new career not too long ago. And at the beginning, I didn't really know what I was doing, let's be honest. <laughs> so I, get, I had I'm part to of that club. <laughs> <laughs> so at the beginning, you kind of have to look outwards for answers, for guidance, for validation. But I feel like now I reached a point where I can and I should, a small should start trusting myself and look more inwards for the answers and the validation. And that's what I'm working at. It's still not there yet. (laughs) I'm working towards it. Amazing. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that because I think that's something that I relate to and there were definitely points even before we started recording and um, essentially I was like, so Rosa and I were in a program called Done in a Day together um and that was one of the spaces where when I was ready to record again I was like look I want I want to hear your stories I want to invite folks on as guests for my podcast and then I like went silent and um we were just talking about that and I was just like yeah what happened was is I was doing all the things and then I was just like I think I am very very tired right now can we turn down the volume on all the things that aren't me serving my current clients and part of that also was that I needed to give myself space to make a shift but when I look back on the shift that I made it took me months to make a decision that should have just taken a weekend because that self-trust was it wasn't there like it wasn't there and I was kind of pretending it was there but there was just so much doubt involved and I'm a very um I think anybody who knows me both personally and professionally I'm a very quick mover right my partner describes it as being very gung-ho right like I I'll even give like a side note example yesterday I was feeling a little bit of cabin fever so I just like got up at like seven o'clock at night and went to Westfield Stratford shopping center to like get some bits and bobs by no means was it urgent but I just wanted to get out of the house <laughs> and it was a place that was open until 10 and I kind of had some errands mm. I could run so this that's that's me in a nutshell I've, I give myself about a five minute window to make a decision then I make it and I'm moving on it immediately but that wasn't the case I kind of got stuck in the tree call and a lot of it was around the self-trust that I had cultivated was it, it just eroded away and it's almost to the point where I had to you know I I was working with a coach at the time to just help me recognize and help me realize where I lost it um and it made me realize just you know just how important that is in any career but even more so as an entrepreneur because your job and I've said this before you know your job is to make the decisions do I work with that client do I offer this service when do I do the work when do I sleep 
do I have time to visit family? Like all of those things are decisions and we take for granted that they're just like a default yes or no when really there has to be an element of trusting A, that you are the best person to make decisions for your life and your business and B, trusting yourself to like make it, declare it and move on it, right? I think there's so many things mm-hmm. that we have an inner knowing about and then we just spin we just spin. We just spin in a circle on it. So like, I'm going to make a decision at some point, but I'm a bit too scared to like say yes now. And I also don't want to say no. So I'm just not going to reply to the email or I'm not going to update my website <laughs> yes. or I'm not going to make any offers to anybody or tell anybody that I'm available for new clients. <laughs> right. And this is me being real about the ways that this shows up as an entrepreneur. Oh my and God. That's it. I'm nodding my head so hard. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> like, you end up yeah. stuck in the tree call. And if you're anything like me, you end up not recording a podcast episode for months although you have tons to say and so many conversations that you want to have with folks in surface self-trust yep (laughs) self-trust is a big thing Um, but it's it's a journey that's what i keep telling myself (laughs) because sometimes we can also put a lot of pressure on that and it's just not healthy it's a vicious cycle no calm down take a deep breath it's just it's a journey you're getting there remember where you were two years ago Mm. okay so it's all good. (laughs) Yeah, it's exactly that. It's like reminding yourself, I have carried myself this far. So I must Mm. not be bad at this. So maybe I need to chill out a little bit. (laughs) Like chill out, give ourselves some grace, forgive yourself for that as well. You know, again, like I said, we're at the top of the year and I, I know a lot of people that got to the end of 2021 and was just like, ugh. I didn't like I did my review and like I was proud of some bits but I just didn't do this and I didn't do that and it's just like okay can 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 we can we let that go can we you know Mm -hmm. I I I get it you want to acknowledge that you didn't reach that goal and stuff like that but we are not going to start a new year or a new anything a new day with blame that doesn't serve you like what Mm -hmm. how how is this helping you how is this spiral helping you what would be better instead? How can we pivot this? You know, in, in coach you speak, we talk about it as being like a reframe. How can you reframe all the things that you didn't do into actually the reasons why you were able to have, you know, that space that I spoke about for spontaneity, for adventure, for mm-hmm. unexpected adventures to kind of pop up. So it's so, so important to catch ourselves when we're going into that spiral of just like basically hitting our heads or like the face palm emoji over and over again <laughs> yes <laughs> you just reminded me of like a, a coaching call i had inside of the done in a day community mm. and i remember my question was about referral partners i was building my referral partner program yeah because i have this podcast launch in a day and everything and i had like 12 referral partners already signed up and I remember asking, I'm having struggle. Um, I can, you know, I'm having difficulty like reaching out to potential referral partners. I don't want it to be forced. I'm an introvert. So I really don't like when people come to me like offering something. So I don't want to be that person. <laughs> and coach Kirsten was like, how many referral partners do you have right now? I was like 12. And she's like, relax. <laughs> you have... <laughs> You have more fur partners than I do. And I've been doing this for a while. Just relax. <laughs> Take it easy with yourself. It's not that big of a deal. Oh, my goodness. And this is and like, I was like, yeah, okay. 
Oh my gosh. And like for some context, so the program that we're in is done in a day and it's led by Jordan Gill. Um, and it's about how to create a VIP day experience for your clients. Um, and we're both in the pro I'm still in it. I think I've got like a month left, but it's amazing. And Kirsten, the coach that Rosa just described, describes herself as New York. Okay. So she is a straight shooting coach who will like, imagine her saying relax in that new york <laughs> accent like straight to the yeah <laughs> uh sometimes oh, so you funny. need a coach like that in your life to just be like okay tell me more chill out um and if you don't have a coach like that yeah. get you a friend like that get somebody to just shake you you know sometimes we need to be shaken mm. a little bit <laughs> Uh, it reminds mm-hmm. me of the scene. I'm a big fan of Disney. The the scene in Incredibles with the the designer, and she kind of goes, "Pull yourself together, you know. You're incredible. You're <laughs> yes. a girl or incredible boy or whatever." And it's like, "Do you know who you are?" And it's like, "Yes, I I am. I am. I am everything I need. <laughs> I can do this. All of those good fun stuff." But I think this brings me on really nicely to your your VIP day and the work that you do. Um, you know, just in closing here, how can people catch up with you? How do you work with folks? What is your VIP day? Like, what is that? Yeah, all of the things. So, yeah, I'm all about empowering women and, you know, give them, not giving them because they already have their voice, but amplifying their voice through their podcast. Uh, So when they come to me, they're already ready. Usually they know they want a podcast, but, you know, they already have a business. They already have a lot going on. They can't really figure out all the steps, all the tech, all the setups. So they come to me and I provide them with a podcast launch in a day. So we do the whole setup. We make like, we do the editing. So they have all the files, the audio files, We provide them with templates from Canva for social so they can promote the podcast. And at the end of the day, I do the setup, I submit the podcast, and the podcast is live by the end of the day. So it's literally a podcast launch in one day. So they can start having those conversations. They are usually leaders in their industries, and they want to start having conversations about the, the subjects that matter to them in their community. Uh, so that's their mission. That's what they are all about. They just need a little, a little nudge, a little help mm. <laughs> to get it out in the world, and that's what I do. Oh, amazing! Thank you so much for sharing that because I know, I know, my day to day, I meet people who put something like launching a podcast onto like this magnificent bucket list. So hearing that, well, mine probably started in a day because again, my nature is I have a five minute window to make the decision, <laughs> and then I move. Um, but just hearing just how simple you're able to make it for folks who, you know, they, they've got the mission, they've got their expertise, like they have all the ingredients that they need. Um, and time is not one that they have a ton of, um, being able to just move something from like a big bucket list thing to, I did it in a day, like, and knowing that they can, it can be done in a day was the right support. Exactly. My idea is to like demystify this whole vision that podcasting is this complicated. You have to be tech savvy. You have to, you have Mm. to know it can be simple and it can be fun. I try to make fun for my clients. (laughs) 
So I give them like little assignments throughout the day so they can like start engaging with their audience and getting some feedback and like sharing some of the things that I send their way so the, the listeners can give their opinion. So yeah, I try to make it fun and simple on their side so they they know it's not, you know, it's not a monster. Mm. It it can actually be fun and it can be a huge asset to your asset to your business. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much. I'm sure you know all about oh, it. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just oh gosh. Everything that you said hit the nail on the head. I'm fairly tech savvy, but I was just like thinking of all of the specific limiting beliefs that folks have around podcasts. I have heard them all and the world will be a much better place if more people are able to overcome those and just hit publish and off we go mm -hmm. where can people connect with you online uh, or follow your journey yes so my website you'll find all the things there it's ideablossoms.com i'm also very active on instagram my handle is idea.blossoms Unfortunately, Idea Blossoms was already taken, so I had to put a dot there. <laughs> uh, and yeah, all the, the podcast launch in a day, all my freebies, because right now I have this like 15 questions you should ask yourself before starting a podcast. Uh, it's a freebie. It's on my website. And it's really, it's not a should. It's just something that will help you get more clear mm. on what's your vision, what's your audience, what's your content all about. So after answering the 15 questions, you will have a clear idea of your podcast and you can go ahead and start and start moving, <laughs> basically. <laughs> so yeah, everything on the website, ideablossoms.com. Great. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for joining me, sharing your journey, talking about self-trust, talking about adventures and uh, our relationships with goals. It's been a pleasure. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. It was so much fun. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Limitless Career Podcast, where you hear the how, why, and what it takes to build a career that stands out. If anything from today's episode has impacted you, I'd love to hear about it. So reach out on social media or by email. Don't forget to check the links in the show notes to find out how we can work together, get your hands on some juicy resources, and join the mailing list for more fuel for your ambition. Until next time, take care.